has recorded the history of Daniel and his companions as a shining example for the youth of all succeeding ages. Those who would preserve their powers unimpaired for the service of God must observe strict temperance in the use of all his bounties as well as total abstinence from every injurious or debasing indulgence. The youth are surrounded by allurements addressed to the appetite. Those who, like Daniel, refuse to defile themselves will reap the reward of their temperate habits. With their greater physical stamina and increased power of endurance, they have a bank of deposits upon which to draw in case of emergency. Right physical habits promote mental superiority. Intellectual power, physical strength and longevity depend upon immutable laws. There is no happen so, no chance about this matter. The higher powers will not interfere to preserve men from the consequences of the violation of nature's laws. The question with every youth should be, shall I consult my inclination and indulge my appetite, or shall I follow the dictates of conscience and keep my head clear and preserve my physical powers by abstaining from every practice that will bring weakness upon them? Shall I fall a prey to the customs of the world, or shall I separate myself from every custom that is debasing in its results? Shall I not honor God rather than please the world? Daniel and his fellows realized that principle was at stake and that they could afford to make no compromise with the tempter. The light and truth reflected from the throne of God were dearer to them than any honor that men could bestow. It is the privilege of the young people of today to be as firm and true, as modest and successful as were the Jewish youths in the kingdom of Babylon. God honored Daniel, and he will honor every youth who takes the course that Daniel took in honoring God. Amen. Right, today's devotion is talking about temperance. Temperance in, of course, every respect. So what's the definition of temperance? In the first paragraph, we have it there. It says, those who would preserve their powers unimpaired for the service of God 
must observe strict temperance in the use of all his bounties, as well as total abstinence from every injurious or debasing indulgence. That is, judicious use of that which is good and complete abstinence from the things that are bad. That is what it means to be temperate. So temp- to be temperate means that I would, do, I would use those things that are good, which are the things like that are good. That is, sleep is good, air is good, water is good. Then, when it comes to the food articles, we have your fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, and the grains. They are also good. But even though they are good, I have to use them judiciously. That is, take what is enough for me for the sake of health in the book of proverbs 31 when i think it was lemuel his mother the the, the proverbs 31 is written in the form of lemuel's mother addressing him and he says what my son and then tells him that it is the, the people who are wise kings they eat not for drunkenness but for strength so to be temperate means that you eat for strength and not for drunkenness strength now does not mean physical strength alone it means to keep the body in the best shape so that is nutrients eat thinking with your brain not eat for the sake of the tongue but with your brain that is ask yourself what benefit will this food give to me of course there is taste also the food should be palatable but what is most important is not the palatability of the food, but the nutrition of the food. You should ensure that you are getting what your body needs. The main thing about eating is the immune system, boosting the immune system and ensuring that the immune system is kept in a condition that where it can fight or resist the diseases that may want to make inroads in the body. So what we know very well that boosts our immune system is the fruits and vegetables mostly and when it comes to getting physical strength for work now we talk about the carbohydrates that's their role the carbohydrates give strength for labor while the fruits and vegetables give the nutrition necessary to keep the body healthy and fight diseases then the proteins help to repair repair worn out tissues and we don't need much of that as someone who is grown the tissues that are being worn out it's not as if it's so much compared to how much energy you need so what we need the most is the fruits vegetables and then the carbohydrates then we need the proteins but not in as large quantities as we need the carbohydrates so that is the, the brain you use your sense to eat not the tongue yeah the food should be prepared in a way that is palatable then the other one says in the definition of temperance complete abstinence from those things that are harmful we've already talked about that before flesh foods soft drinks and anything that contains sugar then anything that contains both sugar and milk or just milk and just sugar you get all those things are not good for the body and there should be complete abstinence from them coffee tea and every other thing listed msg monosodium glutamate which is contained as a seasoning or flavor in some of these foods like uh, for example the maggi is it's there some potato chips they put it there and some other products aspartame that's another um, additive or other foods additives too are not good we should abstain from them so if we must please god we must live in this manner
Then in the other areas apart from food like sleep, there's enough sleep and there's too much sleep and there's too little sleep. So we must be temperate even in our sleep. Get just enough sleep and don't get too much or too little. Quickly now we know that to sleep for six to eight hours is the best. Personally, I will take six so that I can have enough time to do things during the day. As far as six is enough, good. And thank God we have we know now that two hours of sleep before midnight is worth more than two hours after midnight. There is a hormone that is released in the body, melatonin. In those hours before starting from around, let me just be very specific, from about 10 p.m. And then it keeps on going and continues to peak. And then from 3 a.m., it almost completely goes away or it has already reduced drastically. And that's the reason why we need to sleep between that time. Because that hormone it helps to rejuvenate the body when it is released. That is melatonin. And like I said, released between 10 to 3 a.m., 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. That's why, but it only, it's only released when the body is sleeping. It only does its job when the body is sleeping. Okay, I think Brojud will give more information about melatonin. Then, of course, we have your water, like I mentioned before. Water. There's still temperance in drinking water. Many people drink too little water. In the temperate regions like where we are here, we need at least three liters of water every day because we lose water through many ways. Through speaking, through our eyes using the water, our blood is using the water, our brain is using it, we are excreting the water, digestion. So water is used in so many ways in our body. We need to keep taking water to replace the one we are losing. Sweat, so like I said too, we still lose water through sweat. Excretion also. So, and the time you take the water matters. You don't take it with your food, but after digestion. Digestion takes place in about two hours after eating. So that means you should wait like two hours, then you can take water after eating and not with your food. And even before, it shouldn't be immediately before, but like 30 minutes before eating. Exercise also. Walking is the best exercise. We should do brisk walks every day. That is still part of the uh, temperance. And of course, in the open air, not exercise in a region where there are so many cars and you're inhaling carbon monoxide and all the toxic gases. Exercise and walking should be done in areas where we have air so that you can get two things at the same time. As the muscles are making their movements then you are inhaling good air which is what the body needs oxygen the blood carrying it all around the body and also helping for healing of the body so all these things are part of temperance that very simple things we can practice not so difficult not so difficult and when we do them then the body is in the best condition for serving god and even for doing the duties of life okay say the the reward of temperate habits and we continue with sleep because we've been told that the body repairs during when we sleep and so we want to know how this melatonin Rurasiki started with the melatonin how it works and we've been told that by 9 p.m we should be getting ready getting ready to go to bed because when the place when the place gets dark the body begins to produce melatonin you, you can learn that from the the fowls the chickens at 6 p.m they begin to go home 
and then by seven they climb onto their pens and getting ready because the place is going to be dark very soon and so when it begins to be released then there is another hormone called cortisol that one begins to go down they walk inversely when one goes up the other one goes down cortisol keeps us awake whilst melatonin puts us to sleep and so when the when you are asleep by the the body's cardiac rhythm says that many things are done at separate hours from 10 to 11 to 12 the brain is being cleaned you hear people with alzheimer's diseases today and dementia all these diseases affecting the brain is because the brain has not had its own time for cleansing and also for memory formation and to store memories so while you're asleep especially between 10 to 1 those things are happening in the brain and then there are other organs that are being cleaned at various times during the night especially those um, 10 to 3 that have been mentioned to 4 and so we need to have not just sleep but sleep at the right time if you want to get those benefits that have been mentioned and there is another aspect of the reading that is very scientific that they gained intelligence and and the science is saying today that the cerebral prefrontal cortex the part of the brain that deals with memory and intelligence and judgment and reasoning the, the, the blood vessels are so small they are so tiny that you will lay five to seven of them before you can get the size of a hair and so the the, the nutrient they are ubiquitously they are exclusively dependent on micronutrients so the nutrients that will be going there they are so small that they can pass through those vessels and that's why we need these vegetables that we mentioned and the fruits to get these minerals and vitamins going there and and so you see it's working according to god's plan that they purpose in their heart that they will not defy themselves with a portion of the king's meat i just want to read from patriarchs and kings about about the voice okay prophets and kings okay it says at the court of babylon were gathered representatives from all lands men of the highest talent men the most richly endowed with natural gifts and possessed of the broadest culture that the world could bestow yet among them all the hebrew youth were without a peer in physical strength and beauty in mental vigor and literal attainment they stood on rival the erect form the firm elastic step the fair continence the undimmed senses the untainted breath all were so many certificates of good habits insignia of the nobility with which nature honors those who are obedient to her laws so you see god is no respecter of persons if we do what he says we should do we'll see the results as he said amen all right in the bible daniel's experience 
was recorded for a purpose. We are told that Daniel proposed in his heart not to defile himself with a portion of the king's meat, and he chose to eat just pulse, that is, a um, plant-based diet, just put it that way. But what was the result, that is the reward? The Bible tells us that Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, that is Abednego, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, that the result was that when Nebuchadnezzar examined them, that none was found who was as wise as these four Hebrew boys, that they were ten times wiser than their peers. God will have us understand that if we must have this mental physical intelligence that he's not going to go against the laws he has set already right physical habits that is a high call in 269 paragraph 4 right physical habits promote mental superiority intellectual power physical strength and longevity depend upon immutable laws they don't come by chance there's no happen so about this matter the higher powers will not interfere, and that the higher powers being referred to there is God and the angels. They will not interfere to preserve man. So it's not by prayer and faith, just believing that we get good health and intelligence and physical strength. The higher powers will not interfere to preserve men from the consequences of the violation of nature's laws. So if we are going against nature's laws, like he just mentioned now, you're not sleeping at the right time, you're not eating the right articles of diet, you are not even combining it in the proper way or you are just doing things wrong going against the nature's laws on, on this our body if you are doing that god is not going to go against his way to keep us from the consequences of those things if i take alcohol for example god is not going to go against his way to make me not get the consequences of taking alcohol not even the immediate consequence of getting drunk but the long the long established habit and the consequence of taking it for such a long time the damage is going to do to my liver or taking cigarettes weed marijuana taking any of these things god is not going to interfere if i as in if i keep taking them the consequences will come upon me just as much as when i keep taking flesh when i keep taking sugar when i'm not sleeping at the right time when i'm not taking water and i get dehydrated god is not going to interfere god wants us to understand the laws of nature even jesus when satan tempted him and said jump from this cliff after all god has said he will give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways that would have been presumption on the part of jesus to say okay since the bible says god will keep me in all my all my ways i will jump the law of nature would have taken hold of him what goes up must come down if he jumped that place his bones would have broken and jesus didn't do that perhaps he might have even died because it was a high uh, pinnacle that he was uh, taking a very high height so same thing with us we are not to say quote bible passages and say god will preserve our health and our moral strength and physical strength when i am going against god's laws we can't claim god's promises while going against natural law the god's promise are, promises are given for those who fulfill the condition and the condition is if you keep my commandments i will lay none of these diseases upon you that is if we do what god has said with respect to health he would he would preserve us and give us good health when we do what we are supposed to do so daniel's intelligence the bible describes daniel people described him as the wisest man on that place they called him the man in whom dwelleth the spirit of the gods 
Another one says, a man with excellent spirit. I mean, Nebuchadnezzar so revered Daniel that he had to give him the name of his own god, Belteshazzar. That was how much Daniel was revered. He was seen as a god. But how did Daniel get to that position? It was by observing strict temperance. Then you could see that one part of Daniel's life that was he observed the temperance it was that he was also temperate in his prayer life. The Bible makes us understand that Daniel prayed three times a day, morning, afternoon, evening. Nothing interfered with his prayer life. That was part of his physical health, spiritual health, and moral health too. That prayer life. Daniel observed strict temperate habits. Nothing could make him stop his prayer to the extent that he had to go to the lion's den for it. If we would do the same thing that Daniel did, we would get the same results by the grace of God. Amen. Okay, what we are looking at once more is the reward of temperate habits. And an example is given here to us as of Daniel. And we are told that his case is recorded for us for an example to know the principles of life. Before I read the particular material, I just want us to know that why one of the reasons why we are doing this, uh, carrying out these principles, is to help us to draw from the bank of uh, uh, bank of uh, the strength that will be required during emergencies. Daniel understood this and he played along with these principles. And we are told if anybody follows these things, he will still get the same result. There's a document. Written by Don McIntosh once in Wilma College, and he wrote the material is written living a faithful life. And he commented that within both religious and scientific communities, there's a growing interest that has developed about the life of Daniel. And many people in the Western countries are studying this li- his lifestyle to understand how is it that he succeeded. So there are four basic things he mentioned: his diet, his prayer and meditation. His honesty and then living the life of uh, faithfulness to what he had he was committed to by his parents or by his uh, background I'll just mention two quickly one is the the plant-based diet and I'll read here it says that when a plant-based diet was recently followed for 21 days by researchers it was discovered that its absorption uh, adoption led to improved cardiovascular metabolic health and they go on further to explain in addition those following such an eating plan had better blood sugar control which researchers are finding is directly related to one's level of self-control and willpower simply put if your blood sugar is consistently in the optimal range your ability to control your actions and reach your goals are greatly improved. So the the one of the points they are mentioning here is that when you follow a plant-based diet, the way God has told us to follow it, you have a blood sugar level that is consistent. It is not moving high and low, leading to different uh, issues. Continuing, it says the plant-based diet Daniel and his friends requested would have protected them from eating animal products which are high in arachidonic acid a chemical shown to increase negative moods and emotions 
So Daniel biblically informed diet increased his mental ability and thus put him in a position where he could serve as an example for the principles of, and purposes of God. That's one. You see how that worked on their emotions and mind. And God wants people who are stable, who are not high and low here and there tomorrow. Then he talked about the water they, they drink. He said that not only does drinking water enhance memory in the young, a recent study by the University of East London has suggested that drinking as little as 24 ounces, that's three cups of water, before taking a test, improved reaction time by as much as 14%. So, remember Daniel did not re- decide, he did not want to take the wine of the king, not so. And water was his preferable drink, at least during the times we, the, the, it was made mention here. I remember his fast too. Not so. Okay, so we have to understand this. Then another thing is his prayer. Rosiki has mentioned something about prayer. I just want to read what the researchers has found out with respect to prayer. Researchers have been amazed to find that just thinking about religious themes can fuel self-control. Another study has indicated that prayer is a kind of an aerobic workout for self-control. Within just three hours, leading to improved attention. And within 11 hours, leading to increased neural connections between regions of the brain, important for staying focused, ignoring distractions, and controlling impulses. The study resulted in participants having more gray matter in prefrontal cortex, as well as increased blood flow to the prefrontal cortex, the brain center for executive functions that differentiate humans from the animal kingdom so you see daniel's lifestyle had uh, implications both to self-control and focus the more you we pray as he did our brain seems to be more focused and the blood flows to the prefrontal cortex and you know when you're praying you, you tend to concentrate your energy and for some of us who have had this experience after prayer you see yourself in a calm focused and not erratic mood something scientific is going on to your body something religious is going on to your mind and you're receiving the benefits so we cannot ignore these things we cannot say it does not matter daniel understood this and he followed it we too we need to understand it and then it will be a blessing for us we, should, we can't kick against these principles and i pray that god will help us to bend in this direction i want to add that the drag some of us may be experiencing in our walk, the laziness. You know, sometimes you're going ahead and your body is left behind. You're in, in mind, I mean, you want to do something. Sometimes you, you want to do something in the morning. Your body is out of, your mind is out of the bed, but your body is on the bed. You're thinking of, you're daydreaming of your walk. Maybe because of the sleep last night. Maybe because of the food you ate very late in the night. Or maybe because of the alcohol, the binge and everything that may have happened. So, God wants it to be that when our mind is moving, our body is moving, we are in the optimal condition to receive instructions and do our works efficiently. So, I pray God will help us to follow these principles. In Jesus' name. Okay. Still following on the, the, the touch on Daniel's life as an example says this reading is um, encouraging us to study our bible it says search for its hidden treasure we say 
The Bible, just as it reads, is to be our guide. Nothing is so calculated to enlarge the mind and strengthen the intellect as the study of the Bible. No other study will so elevate the soul and give vigor to the faculties as the study of the living oracles. And so now we see all kinds of storybooks and and romance novels and the youths are reading all these things and their fictions of their imaginations are being hampered instead of being strengthened it is affecting the mind and all these movies and we've been told that pictures block memory you sit down and, and watch movies for three four hours and then the, the space memory space is being loaded with all these pictures and and the mind does not even it does not even record things that way. You see, the, when, like when you're watching this movie and you see the clips are being cut in, somebody standing in front of you the next minute, you see another person standing, you see the clothes changing. The brain is suffering in trying to um, fix up those kind of um, pictures and store them as memories. And that's not even how the brain is supposed to work. We live in the real world. You see somebody standing here and then you have to see the person move and enter the room you, people don't disappear like like in those movies so we are our habits of intemperance watching all these things is not even helping us so we need to go back to the bible and read it to strengthen our mind especially if you're a student from our devotional it we are told that daniel proposed in which case he made a decision I read a council here from Councils on Diet, page 165, paragraph 2. To deny appetite requires decision of character. For want of this decision, multitudes are ruined, weak, pliable, easily led. Many men and women fail utterly of becoming what God desires them to be. Those who are destitute of decision of character cannot make a success of the daily working of overcoming. The world is full of besotted, intemperate, weak-minded men and women, and how hard it is for them to become genuine Christians. What does the great medical missionary say? If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. It is Satan's work to tempt men to tempt their fellow men. He strives to induce men to be laborers together with him in his work of destruction. So two things here. One, we have to make decisions. Like Daniel proposed, do all the investigation you want to do, but at the end of it, decide. Decide. Make your decision make your decisions so that you can reflect what god wants you to reflect satan will fight this we read some days ago that satan knows the implication of this and so he'll fight us on every ground but for the purpose with which we want to achieve we need to make our decisions to deny ourselves in the book of hebrews we are told that jesus who for the joy that was set before him did what endured the cross what else did he do despise the shame so in in this life of self-denial we need to understand what is the benefit of denying myself today 
a good sleep will give me a sound what mind what's the benefit of drinking water more memory more uh, intellectual uh, capabilities what is the benefit of eating a plant-based diet our our vat many diseases so eat and do take our decisions intelligently your body may be craving for some things but you deny that thing the bible said that those who strive for the mastery is what they are temperate in all things if lionel messi will become a vegetarian just so that he can be the best footballer what more christians who have more enemies to more more for enemy to 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 fight against so i just want us to understand why we are denying ourselves let us consider the joy that is set what before us and we will win a crown may god help us amen in conclusion i would want to emphasize to every one of us here and those listening the role of prayer in making changes in our habits and making decisions it's not easy one might look at it as a small thing just to drop milk or just drop meat but it's just as somebody who wants to stop lying also it's just like somebody who wants to stop committing adultery or who wants to stop any other addiction it's that difficult so anybody who is trying to make a change should understand that it's a spiritual issue it should be something you pray about and something you also put effort into god is willing to help all those who sincerely are trying to make these changes and i also advise that in whatever mistakes one is making don't beat yourself too hard just keep praying keep trying don't get don't get um, discouraged don't give up yes if you fail many times stand up many times and keep trying of course to someone else it might look as if it's a small issue but there are people who are taking it seriously it may not even be in these issues of diet it may be in other real moral issues because we will talk about that tomorrow but i know that in the reading he talked about the youths are surrounded by allurements addressed to the appetite yeah there's one thing i really wanted to mention shisha there are many things today this thing they call shisha and there's still there are things that are being invented today allurements so many of them yes all these new foods that are coming up but this shisha i'm saying is a new kind of smoking that tobacco that is put into this uh, a chamber and be pot and people are inhaling it and just keep inhaling it all kinds of things are coming up today daniel he did not allow these things to influence him somebody may be involved in these things and wanting to get the victory yeah you should understand that christ is the one that gives the victory do you fail sometimes do not give up don't get discouraged and understand that uh, it's it's something that is it's a process it's a process if you don't see yourself getting the victory immediately take it easy don't get so hard just and don't give up also just keep trying and have your aim and ensure that you get there god will give us the grace to do that in jesus name all right let us pray thank you for your righteousness lord we ask you to help us to make right decisions today we ask that your spirit oh lord i have promised the spirit of cancer the spirit of might the spirit of understanding that he will come into our lives and help us oh lord thank you for your promise that you are so willing to give us your spirit the lord we receive him now in my in our lives and we are thanking you for giving him to us lord as we go out to our daily activities 
we also claim your promise where you said the steps of a righteous man is ordered by god order our footsteps O lord according to thy word now we do not claim to be good O lord because we know there's nothing good in us but we we cling on the merits of jesus christ on the cross of christ that by his goodness lord please lead us that we may be like him thank you lord in our speech in our conduct in our thoughts let us O lord remain faithful to you today lord our influence also that we're going to exert upon others may it be saving lola like salt may it not be things that will cause them to go astray shield us O lord from the temptations of the enemy help us O lord and lead us not into the temptation thank you father for your promises lord those who might be struggling to give up one thing or the other i present them before you they are your children and they love you lord please strengthen them give them the courage to say no when the devil comes to allure them whether on the point of appetite or on other points help them O lord to be victorious as you have promised thank you that there is victory in christ jesus give them a desire for victory and give them a determination to get it O lord thank you we thank you because we we know we have received all the things that were asked from you today let us do all our work today with thoroughness, order, and dispatch. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.